but we're going anyway. Hello and welcome to D Up Podcast. This is Louis Valletta. Thank you for taking a seat at the D Up table as always. Thanks for salute, as the Italians would say. Hmm. So the NBA is postponed right now. Whether you like it or not, whether you agree with what's going on or not, in light of the Jacob shooting, uh, where the, the guy was shot seven times, uh, the NBA has taken a stance and it's postponed things. That's their avenue of protest. Whether you agree with it or not, like I said, um, you guys are the fans and you guys are going to tell me. I'm sure you'll write in and give me your opinions, but I'm just here to, to, to relay the news, talk about it a little bit. I'll give you what I feel about it, and we're going to get to that. Right now, this is the first day the NBA has been postponed, other than the COVID, uh, the COVID disease that that uh, took us the, the viral disease. Um, that's that. Uh, we're gonna get to that, but right now, let's talk actually some basketball. Kawhi Leonard. You know he's my favorite player. I'm biased, but the man's a man. We saw why he's a man. We saw we saw Paul George come back after you wrote him off. We saw the Clippers just do it. They were won by almost 40 points yesterday. I saw the whole game from, from beginning to finish. It was so boring because the Clippers played that well. I picked them to win the championship. Said they were going to play the Lakers. So the, as the Clippers are about to take care of business, and the Lakers are about to take care of business, that those two freight trains are about to run into each other. And we're going to have so much to talk about on this show. We got Kawhi, Paul George, waiting for the presence of, uh, what's his name? AD. I always get his name confused. Davis is such a popular name. Anthony Davis, we got uh, the, the two monsters, the two-headed monster over there. LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis waiting for the Clippers, too. Uh, we wrote the Lakers off. Not me. I knew the Blazers. If they, first of all, let me backtrack. This show is called D Up because I'm a proponent of defense. I come from the old school days, the 90s. Not the new school sissy stuff. Oh, did I offend you with the word sissy? Too bad. I come from the old school roughneck, hard, hard defense, hard-nosed defense, you know, New York Knicks 1992 stuff. Ain't no Blazer team gonna beat the LA Lakers. There's one of those teams that's much superior on defense, and that's the Lakers. Did you ever have any doubt that a Laker team led by Anthony Davis and LeBron James, who are superior in every form than the Blazers, do you think that they were gonna be challenged by CJ McCollum, Nurchich? I mean, I love Damian Lillard, but he doesn't play that much deep. They got a great team. Don't make me bring up Carmelo. You're going to tell me that a Blazer team was going to beat the LA Lakers. Never was going to happen. Never had a shot. As good as Damian is, and believe me, he's one of the only players that I love that doesn't play B. Which is blasphemous on the show. I shouldn't even mention the guy that doesn't play D. But Damian Lillard, man, how do you compete with this dude? They still didn't have a shot to beat the LA Lakers. It wasn't going to happen with or without Damian Hurt. 
Not gonna happen. The Lakers are a superior coach team with defense and two marquee names. Never was going to happen. And now, and this is why we're, we're talking about this on the show, we get to talk about the next marquee matchup, which is gonna be the Rockets and the Lakers. I don't wanna jump the gun and offend anybody, but we kind of know the LA Lakers are gonna play the Houston Rockets. And man, it's gonna be exciting, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna spoil everything. Rockets ain't gonna win. Same reason why the Blazers ain't gonna win. That's because in, a, in, in basketball, two teams play each other, and there's 50% of the game that's offense, and there's 50% of the game that's defense. And I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but my show is called D Up, and the Houston Rockets don't have any D Up. There's no D Up in the Rockets. The same thing as Melo. They got offensive power, firepower. They got the, the three-point shot. They got the jump shots. They got Harden in and out. Super fancy, right? Harden ain't never winning the championship. Maybe you want to pair Harden with Giannis Adekumpo, and then you got a championship. But then you got to still cut that beard because I think the, the beard disallows James Harden from playing defense because it slows him down so much. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There's not much I could tell you as a fan if you really think the Rockets are going to win anything big. I mean, I know that they hope that as a team. I know that that coach, D'Antoni, has them believe in that. But let's call a spade a spade. At the end of the day, it would take Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, LeBron James, AD, all to get hurt in order for the Houston Rockets to beat either of these teams. So I don't want to jump ahead and disrespect anyone, but the Lake, you will see the Lakers and the Clippers. It doesn't take a genius from MIT to tell you that. I'm just sorry to burst your bubble, guys. I just want you to tune in and, 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 and give me your feedback as the games go on, you know. I love the Rocket fans that, that hold out hope and, you know, the Blazer fans and all this these young guys who love to talk about basketball, have never played basketball in their life. I know them. I, I argue with them on Instagram. I argue with them on Facebook. You know, they really argue with me. They think I'm outdated and that I don't know basketball. Hell, I've played basketball. And anybody who plays against me knows I'm a, I'm a serious defensive player. They know that my heart's there from the second the game starts to the second the game ends. And the the... the I'm not an NBA player. I'm not 6'6 with the windspang uh, wind of, of uh, seven feet. Maybe if I did have that height and that length, I would be in the NBA. But I will tell you, the only you can go look at the history of, of the NBA. The only teams that have won have been superior defensively. You have to have your marquee guys. You have to have your names. You have to have... You know, the, the offensive firepower, especially today from three. You got to shoot the three well. But that's not it. You got to have all that stuff as a prerequisite to be in the game, to be in the lottery system, to win the playoffs, to win the finals, especially the finals. But the thing that you lack and the thing that these fans lack that the previous NBA 
uh, NBA champions have had is defense and an awareness of this hardcore defense. You don't win anything without stopping your opponent, without playing great perimeter defense, without without boxing out and grabbing a, a, a defensive rebound, without help help side, weak side help. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into this, not just blocks or, or steals on your stupid statistics. It's coaching strategy. It's defensive strategy. And Houston doesn't have it. Houston's too small to win. And, uh, again, they can get up and down the court quick and they can shoot threes. Oh, well, what are you going to do on defensive end? The guy has a big man. They're going to just post up a, a, a Gordon or whoever's on the – Jeff Green or whoever's on the court for them. It's, it's not that hard. It doesn't take a scientist to see what's going to happen and how this is going to play out. I said it's going to be very cinematic in a very exciting way, in a Hollywood sort of a way. You're going to have flashes, light bulbs, this and that, but where's the chip at? The chip is with the marquee names and the guys who can play defense, and that's the Lakers and the Clippers. And in the East, you got Giannis Adekumpo and the Bucks. You have some guys like the, the Boston Celtics that are going to be competing with them. My pick is the Bucks, but hey, I could, I'm not going 100% with them. You know, the East is up for grabs, in my opinion, but I, I think the the Bucks 100% are going there, and that's just my pick. You could you could throw anybody out there. You could throw anybody out there. The Celtics could do it. Um, the Raptors. I mean, let's give the Raptors credit. I mean, let's give the Raptors credit. They they get to the finals last year with Kawhi, and they do it. They're able to do it. They're champions. They they won and. Imagine losing your best player. They lose Kawhi. They're written off by everyone. You know, they are the uh, the underdogs by far. They really rule the regular season. They come in, and and now, in my opinion, they're I would put them second. That's I'm I'm gonna go. They're they're. Their defense is wonderful. Their, the way that they move the ball is wonderful. Their team players, I'm putting them second to the Bucks to get the chip, not Boston. They've been there before. They've proven themselves. They remind me of a Chicago Bulls team that played without Jordan the first year and almost won the chip. Uh, they would have beat the Knicks if it wasn't for the Hugh Collins call, and they were led by Pip, Scottie Pippen. Not a star-studded team by any stretch of the imagination, but they just were coached extremely well. And they were led by Jordan and by that leadership of Phil Jackson. Uh, this Raptor team, like the Bulls, have been there before. And they're going to be able to get there, wherever there would be, either to the conference finals or may it be to the actual finals. Um, in the end, I think the spirit of Giannis Adekumpo his defensive spirit, again, again, there's no coincidence. He won Defensive Player of the Year. He's going to win the MVP. Um, this man is on a mission of mercy. And I believe this is the year that Giannis is going to just shut everyone up. He's going to get to the finals. 
And hey, I'm rooting for him not to get to the finals because I would love for him to come play for the Knicks, but that's another story. Don't even get me started on the Knicks. But I digress. Giannis and the Bucks, I think they're going to do it this year. They're going to get to the finals, and I'm hoping that they're such a well-coached team and they're such a hard-nosed team. I would love for them to get to the finals and play either the Clippers or the Lakers. The Clippers. Because you know the Clippers. I'm telling you, the Clippers will win. I'm telling you. Don't worry. The Clippers are going to get there, and they're going to win. Nobody's beating this Clipper team. They got two starting fives. You got, I mean, I know how I would play this Clipper team. I'd play Kawhi and Paul George. Kawhi in the first team, Paul George in the second. That's how good this team is. Don't, don't fret. Guys don't understand. Paul George, Kawhi, and Patrick Beverly. The defense, the perimeter defense, the hard-nosed, you know, no bullshit attitude, no talk. You know, one well, maybe Patrick Beverly talked. Kawhi's quiet. Kawhi carries a dagger with him all the time. If you mess with Kawhi, you're getting stabbed in your heart. He's got a gun on him, too. Yo, he's got every tool in the shed. He's got every weapon. And you mess with Kawhi, you get him mad, he won't say a word. He's going to go at you. His eyes change. Becomes the Incredible Hulk. Becomes, he becomes Superman. He becomes everything LeBron wants to and says he is. But when all is said and done, I promise you guys, Kawhi will be remembered better than LeBron. And you can throw that whole um, resting in the games. Uh, he's not good because he rests during the regular season. You can throw that out the window. Because when all is said and done, Kawhi's going to have three championships with three different teams. And then, in my opinion, if he's got good people around him, they're going to get him to another team. And he's going to win four championships on four different teams, which is going to solidify his place as the number two player in history. Again, I'll say it because he doesn't talk. Everything is done with action. Everything is done through execution. The guy's fundamentally sound. In every way, there's not a weakness in Kawhi's game. He improves every single year. And here is the big difference between LeBron and Kawhi Leonard. I'm looking right into the camera when I say it. LeBron James has figured out how to be the most skillful and best player in the NBA. Bar none. He's figured it out. He's the best. Kawhi Leonard, on the other hand... Kawhi has figured out how to be the winner. Kawhi's figured out how to win better than anyone in the NBA. And that reminds me a lot of Michael Jordan. See, Michael had both of those things. He had the most skillful, and he had the biggest winner. Six for six in the finals. The guy never was in, in a game seven. Let's talk about Kawhi in that regard. In this big realm of things, he's young. But we got to foresee the future. It's like looking at Luka Doncic. He's not the best player in the world right now, but Luka is going to be the best player. Giannis, he's going to be competing with Giannis to be the best player. But we have to foresee what these guys are going to do. And man, Kawhi has a whole storybook to write. He's not done. He's not close to done, Kawhi. 
especially if he's doing his load management, whether you agree with that or not. So the NBA playoffs is suspended. It's postponed. Now, I'm going to give you my feelings on it, and I would like you guys to share with me. I'm just looking at uh, the updates. LeBron, Donovan Mitchell, and other NBA stars take to social media to offer support for the Bucks boycott. All right, so it seems like other teams are going to follow, and everybody is praising the Bucks. Now I'm getting these these uh, updates as they come in, so I'll keep looking at my phone. So there's no basketball today, and I, I'm assuming there won't be any tomorrow. I think the Lakers and the Blazers are canceled too uh, for tonight. And listen, I have an interesting point of view on this, because it's a two-pronged point of view, okay? We know the whole Jacob thing and him getting shot seven times. By the way, let me talk about this. A, a man should never be shot seven times by a cop. It just, just shouldn't happen. Right? Doesn't matter color, this, that, blah, blah. You shouldn't be shot seven times in the back going further. Okay? There's no point. If you want to subdue a guy, at the very, very most, you could shoot him in the legs, you could do something else, taser, whatever it may be. But there is no reason to automatically make sure a guy died. Now, by sheer chance, he didn't die this man and so far as what we know he was breaking up a fight he wasn't uh, bombing a school so whatever that case is it, this is just looks it's so bad and and uh, heartfelt prayers go out to you know the family and friends of this guy now the NBA has chosen to make a stand and the Bucks decided to boycott the game Today versus Orlando because they want to make a statement and all eyes have turned now on the headline of them canceling the game now in my opinion and this is just my opinion I could be wrong I'm just talking about it because this is what we do I believe they had a higher platform the the Bucks and other teams they would have a higher perch if they continue to play, but doing continually what they've been doing. And I'll tell you why. The thing is, is if they have their press conference, the NBA teams can play the game, all eyes are on them. They have their pre-press conference before the game, they could say something, make a statement. And then after the game, they can really dig in because they have that national TV platform See, the game is their platform to get the message out. And if they wanted to talk about this man, they can continue to talk. Now, we all know that this is not going to stop. There's going to be police in this country, and there's going to be people being shot. Whether they're white, black, they're going to continue to be shot. There's bad apples in the police, like there's bad apples working at a pizzeria and there's bad apples working in media, there's bad apples everywhere. You're never going to be able to pick out these bad apples. And the NBA making statements as they've been doing 
I could get on board with, and I could see that continuing. And and I really think it helps. The awareness has been crazy in terms of, you know, even Doc Rivers making a statement last night after the game and speaking with tears in his eyes. That's That's been circulated all over Twitter. People are able to see and hear those guys with the platform of the NBA stage. Now, whether or not you want to, like, if you want to do what they're doing now, stopping the games, well, then every time there's a shooting there, you're going to have to stop that game. And there's a ton of shootings that go on. Like I said, there's nothing right about the shooting. There's nothing good. There's nothing... But there's also, in my opinion, there's also the need for the NBA and for these guys to continue playing, in my opinion, to get their message out at a higher level. Because when they are playing and they are at that podium, they're able to say things that other people are not able to say. You see, you could social media type, you can Twitter fingers, you can do all this other stuff that I can do. And there's a lot of parents out there that could do it. There's a lot of children. We're all on the same level with that. But we're not all on the same level, whereas these guys, NBA players, if they want to make a statement, they could get up there in the, the podium and they can get into the camera and then get into a microphone and they can voice their opinion. Now, that, that's a luxury that not many people have. And their statement has been getting out. I think the NBA and these teams want to stop that police brutality that's happening in these pockets this one here, this month here, this week here. They want to stop it, which is not possible. And that's why I think, and I think the only other guy that thinks this is, I think it's Charles Barkley. I, I try not to listen to what the guys think because all of media is going to give you one sort of a bullet point narrative thing. I try to give you the, the non-corporate based backing my exact my exact thoughts and they're organic on the whole thing I, I believe that it's not playing a basketball game is not going to it's not going to stop this and if you or anybody else think it's going to stop it it's just it's it's almost like it's it's not realistic it's very fantasy and it's more ideological rather than practical. You know, it's, 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 it's a great in theory to think that. But no matter what, I don't think the two are correlated. Because I would say, okay, great. If these guys who are putting bullets in innocent civilians, if these cops who are putting bullets in people, are watching the NBA. Yes, you're going to take the NBA games away from them and you're making a statement by, by not playing in the game. I would get that. But unfortunately, these, this one out of 50, this one out of 500 cops, they're unfortunate. They're not tied in to the NBA. There's no correlation there. So it's best, in my opinion, like again, I could be completely wrong, and don't take this the wrong way, but I'm unapologetic in my opinion of 
get out there. If I'm a ball player, I would be like, I'm going to go play. You got the names on the back. You got the, the sayings on the back of the jersey. You got a whole campaign the NBA is doing, this whole awareness campaign. Let Drive home the message on the platform you're given that no other person has and on the stage that you have. And that again, that's my opinion on it. And I haven't heard, I've tried not to hear these other guys talk about it. And I, I, I don't see why not playing. It, like, I feel like they need a plan. You, I don't know what the plan is for the guys, the players. I don't know what the plan is for the teams. So you stop playing in the game. So what's the plan now? Right? How does that individually, how does that correlate? How does that help the circumstance? Messages help the circumstance, but now tell me how not playing helps the circumstance. Just so, you know, I can get a, a, a better view on it. And I think we all are, are looking and grasping at straws uh, to, to see what works, what doesn't work. Anyway, I'm rambling on. Uh, big reason why I, I brought this up was because I want to hear from you guys. You write and you tell me. You, you, you give me questions. Question what I said. Tell me what you think the advantage is of these teams not playing when something like this happens. Does it increase the awareness? Does it do something that we're not thinking of right now in the future? You tell me how this is going to help the cause going forward. And um, again, write me at Lewis Edward Valletta. You can, uh, that's Facebook and Instagram, Lewis space Edward space Valletta. I would like to hear from you on that. And also I want to, I want you to talk about, give me questions that you want to hear about the NBA bubble. All right. Um, what do you think about the NBA bubble and, and questions you have uh, regarding the whole NBA and, and uh, it's the, the, the containment, the compartmentalization of this little mini life that's going on that's secluded from the rest of the world uh, and get, give me issues and topics you want me to talk about because I wasn't I, I didn't know quite where to go with that uh, I want to talk about it but I want a guest on the show to talk about it so I have a different point of view so for all of you out there that are happy the NBA playoffs are here and are excited for your favorite team keep on stopping back at the D up table because I'm going to be here and I'm excited as, as hell to see our favorite teams play it out, our favorite players play it out, even though Kawhi is going to win the championship. 